Now, there was a, a, a shlachos for this first. Yeah. Now, the next point is, did Eli do the right thing by Kiddush threatening Shmuel? When he said, Koyasa the Kharakim Koyasi. Hashem should do the same to you if you don't, if you hide anything from me. So obviously, Eli's intention wasn't that Shmuel should get punished. He was trying to show that he had seriously took it that Shmuel should tell him, and Shmuel did. And if that's the case, as far as Eli was concerned, there was no reason for this curse to come about. Because it was a threat if you don't tell me, whereas he had told him. But nevertheless, Chazal said in the Gemara in Rakhus that Kiddush Chacham, which means even though here the Eli's curse was conditional on Shmuel not telling him, and Shmuel did, but never, even though that's the case, nevertheless the curse still hadn't come into being. Now, not exactly, because what the Gemara says, where did Eli's curse come to fruition? The Gemara says that uh, Shmuel's sons didn't follow in the footsteps of Shmuel. That doesn't mean that they were showing like Eli's sons. It doesn't mean they were causing the of Hashem. On the contrary, according to one opinion, they were in the V, in their own right as well, but they didn't match the level of their father. And therefore, when it says it's one of the it means they were great men, but not on the level that their father was. And uh, that was a cure of, so to speak, Eli's curse. It wasn't exactly the same as happened to Eli, but Eli, on the contrary, his sons were considered Rashaim and deserved to be punished. Um, but nevertheless, there was an effect what Eli said, and even if it was that. Uh, there was some lack of nachas that Shmuel had from his children. If it wasn't what he expected them to be, that would already be a kiyum of of Eli said. But now we have to understand that tomorrow. But but why if, if a, you don't tell me, right? Why would a kill why would a cloud of the chacham uh, come into being if it was on a condition and the condition was met? It wasn't meant to be a cloud. And the circumstance that was given, it wasn't a cloud. On the contrary, it was a threat. And uh, and Shmuel fulfilled the condition. So he shouldn't have deserved the clutter, and I'm sure in that context Eli didn't want to give him the clutter. Another example of this, uh, this principle is, uh, makes the question even stronger. When the Gemara talks about, you heard the, the Shevet, the son of Yaakov Avinu, that he tells his father that if I don't bring Binyamin back to you, I'll lose my Chayyakar Now, Yehuda was good to his word, he did bring Binyamin back. He risked his life for that. He was willing to go to war against Egypt to bring Binyamin back, and he did. And nevertheless, the Gemara says that until Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha, at the end of Paisha says there's a bracha, for, which means from the time of Yehuda's death until that was more than 210 years, it was about uh, 100 years or something of slavery in Mitzrayim, plus 40 years in the Midbar, however long it must it might have been, and for that amount of time, it says Yehuda's body didn't find rest because he'd given himself a clara that said, this is And then once again, the clara wasn't given categorically, it was given if I don't bring back Minyamin. And he did. And he definitely didn't mean to curse himself if, uh, like on the side that he wouldn't. No one would play with him like that. And if that's the case, what does it mean the Gemara says that the clutter of the Chacham kind of takes effect even if it was on condition and the condition wasn't fulfilled? So if it wasn't fulfilled, then why should the clutter take effect? Why should the clutter take effect? So. Let's go one more Gemara. And uh, maybe this is answer this question as well. The Gemara is in Ksavis. And the Gemara says that uh, Shmuel's father, it's called the Vod Shmuel, was the dying of, of Nardab when Shmuel was still young. And the Gemara says at a certain stage, Kayish captives uh, brought Jewish girls who they had captured to Nardab. So straight away, the father of Shmuel 
in his capacity as a dayan, he sends guards to watch the girls to make sure that nothing's going to happen to them while they negotiate with him until they ransom. So Shmuel, his son, says to him, he says, you're not helping very much because they didn't get just kept, they're being captivity until now. And what happened to them until they came to Narada? We don't have guards for what happened to them in the past. So why does it help to set up guards now? It doesn't prove anything to us about their status or whether they can marry Kanim or not. We don't know what happened until now. So Avodah Shmuel answers his son in a sharp language and he says, if they were being your daughters, you wouldn't want them to be guarded. And uh, the Gemara says in that, uh, like a mistake which came out of the mouth of a king. But when a king says something, it's immediately acted on. And if the king makes mistakes, it's going to have it's too late to, to retract, so to speak. And therefore, it was a mistake which was yet in Piyashari, and Shmuel's daughters got captured. Not because his father told him daughters will get captured, he said, if, if your daughters were captured, you wouldn't want them to be guarded, but just the, mentioning the possibility was enough to make it happen. Once again, the same question. That's not what he intended. I'm sure he intended the opposite. And that's the case. Why would it come into? Why would it take effect? Why would it take effect? So here we see Yisod, and it's, and Yisod is the kaiyachad dibur that a person has. The kaiyachad dibur a person has, which means the fact that a person says something is is powerful. It causes an effect, and even though not everybody speaks, and for most people, not necessarily that everything they say. Uh, have such powerful repercussions, but the Yisad is, and that is, uh, a Yisad we see in lots of places, in Rechnias, the more that a person appreciates the Kayach of something, the more powerful it is. Which means, just like the Tvila of a person who appreciates Tvila is a stronger Tvila than a person who just reads the words and doesn't understand what Tvila can do, and just like the mice of a person understands where his mice is reaching, and what effects it can bring about, is having a much stronger effect. The person is just following the actions and not really understanding what it's doing. In other words, the amount we understand our actions or our words, whatever part of our word we're talking about, that's how much it has an influence. That's how much it has an influence. And therefore, Chacham understands the Kayach and how speech has an effect in Shemayim, so then his speech achieves more or can cause more than, than the speech of somebody who doesn't value how powerful speech really is. And this is something which the Chavitz Chaim talks about in a few places, because it's something which we also don't appreciate. People speak the whole time. But they don't give value to the effect that speech can have. Both Litaiva and Lira, both as a Mitzvah and as a Naver. And we're not just talking about doing Averis through speech. We're talking about what a person causes through his speech. And we've said this in Nefesh many times, it's worth repeating again. Nefesh Chaim says, it's just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world here. Just like HaKadosh Baruch created the world with Dibur, just like Hashem created the world through speech, in other words, Hashem's speech creates, same thing. HaKadosh Baruch creates a person in a way that his speech creates. And if that's the case, the, even without the intention of wanting, wanting what a person says to come about, but the very fact that gives it expression, it's powerful. And that's what when it comes to a Chacham, it's the Kirillah's Chacham, or it's the words of a Chacham, which once expressed, once uttered, they have, effect, they have an effect. And therefore we don't say that any meant to curse more, just like Yehuda didn't mean to curse himself, or Avodah didn't mean to curse his grandmothers. But what they said, now that they've said it, it has a certain kill. Yeah. It has a certain kill. And that's why it's out of the world, the brings it, that, like, oh, must be careful. 
even al tanai not to curse or not to say something negative because it can happen. It can happen because when a chacham says something, it's, it's powerful. And from that we can uh, extrapolate. And if that's talking about something negative that a chacham says, which is going to have effect, then for sure, then that's the mind of a bracha of a tarik. Because just like if uh, we see how much damage something negative a tarik, a tarik says can cause, then we understand the bracha tarik gives is power as well. It's using the Israel in the same kind of speech. And therefore, a tarik who says, you should be blessed, or you should be zeichet to something, or you should have a slach, or whatever it's going to be, uh, or something more specific, you should have a nachas, kazun, pranos, the children, whatever he's going to give it, that itself is a powerful. The words of a tzaddik have an effect. Okay. So that's what we learned from what Aili Bethel was using to try and impress more how seriously he wanted to hear what he said, but Lemaiz nevertheless uh, had an effect on it. Now, so Shmuel tells him, Shmuel doesn't hide anything from him, he tells him everything that he had heard. And I understood, this wasn't a nouveau which was going to do anything about. And that's the case, I understood, this was just telling him what it was going to be. It wouldn't have helped at this stage to to ask, uh, to daven for a reprieve or to uh, try and change the Xerah. So what they did, Except that Hashem was there. Whatever Hashem does is for the best. And uh, we see that at least credit for that. Okay, you That accepts uh, Xerah And so the Xerah was the punishment for him, for his children. And they were both dying the same day, like we saw previously. And that his descendants would uh, be, would lose the Kohana forever. Okay, that's designed uh, for me to do this. So you can recall Xerah We saw previously that the Ramami Pano brings that Elia Cohen was a Gilgal of Aaron, a Cohen, and just like Aaron a Cohen, when confronted with the death of his two sons, not in a view, so he accepted the Xerah, he didn't say anything, he accepted the Sashem Xerah. So he said, You see from here, I did the same Medis, that the same Medis, that when he was informed about the death of his two sons, so again, he accepted that's what Hashem wants, that's, that's what he's going to do. Now, this didn't happen straight away. This Nevoah was still some time before the Gezerah was carried out. And then that is the version was given, the first version was given, and now life continues. This wasn't immediate uh, with, the, with the, what happened to his family. In the meantime, Shmuel continues to grow in his level as a lobby and in his uh, popularity and in his stature in the eyes of Kali Yisrael. And people are not realize Hashem is with him, and everything he says comes true. Not a single word he said, that so to speak, fell to the ground, in other words, wasn't fulfilled. Which is a sign of a Novi Emes. And we said beforehand, Emes is 100% Emes. And the entire Jewish people from Dantel Beersheva accepted that Shmuel was a Novi. It is a name who is reliable, the Novi to Hashem. Which means everything he said came true, which means there's somebody who was able to Nevoah. And then again, we have to understand, this was a stage where where Nevoah was, had, had until then been something very uncommon. It wasn't like there were later stages in the Jewish people where there were thousands and thousands of Nevi'im. Shmuel was the first of that, of that door of the Nevi'im. And therefore the fact that there was a Novi in Kal Yisrael who was accessible, who everything he said came true, who could ask Hashem 
And whatever the case was, and we'll come back with an answer, that was something of a chiddush. There hadn't been that many Nevi'im in that time. And therefore, it was something which uh, was known throughout the Israel. And then, now, that was the first point. That Shmuel himself was able to be a Navi and uh, was accepted by the whole Israel as a Navi MS. But now, the fact that Shmuel was, had reached the Dark of Nevo has a second effect as well. And that's Basakov. And therefore, Chavarev, Vayosef Hashem, Lehera'i Bashilo. After that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu again began to appear in Shilo. Kinigla Hashem, Lashmuel, Bashilo, Bivarashem. It seems like a bit of a repetitive words. This word is the possible mean that Hashem appeared to Shmuel and Shiloh in the word of Hashem. In other words, there's a certain Midrash. The Midrash says like this. The Midrash says that originally, HaKadosh Baruch wanted to rest his Shkhele here in this world. And Hashem originally created the world. He created the world to be a place where the Shkhele could rest. Which means the world was of a sufficient, sufficient level of Kedusha. Uh, it was, had the necessary uh, connection to, to Ruchnius so that the Shkhenu could reside here. But then came along Adam and with his Chet, he banished the Shkhenu one level from the, being an artist to the first of the seven levels of heaven. And then came Anish and his daughter who began to worship over Zara and they chased the Shkhenu to the second level of heaven. And then came Nach and his daughter, the daughter of the flat, not Nach himself, but his daughter. Dar Mabul and they chased the Shkhin to the third heaven. And then came the Dar Palaga, the Dar of the dispersion, they chased the Shkhin to the fourth heaven. And then came Anshin Stom, and they chased the Shkhin to the fifth heaven. And then came Lavan, and chased the Shkhin to the sixth heaven. And then came Mitzrayim, and chased the Shkhin to the highest level we can get to, the most distant from us, which is the seventh of the seven heavens. But says the Midrash, connect them, came seven Tzadikim. And they brought the Shkhinah back down again. Wow. And in the seventh edition, Abram brought the Shkhinah down one level, and Yitzhak brought it down the second level, and Yaakov brought it down the third level, and Levi brought it down the fifth level, a uh, fourth level, and Kahas brought it the fifth level, and Amram brought it the sixth level, and Shabbat Moshe were in the Lord. And when Matan Torah, Moshe brought the Shkhinah back down here again. Wow. Now, besides for it being very fascinating, now you have seven against seven, but what's the idea of the Shekhinah receding more and more, or the Shekhinah bringing more back more and more? You know, either not, all or nothing, what's the question? Right, either, what are the levels, uh, levels of Shekhinah? And the answer is, the answer is, and that is for the, this world to be a place for the Shekhinah to reside, it needs a certain amount of Kedusha. And what people do to the world, or either prepares the world as a place which is more able to receive Shekhinah, and or people are the of the world. And what they do wrong distances the Shina from the world. And the record of distance is the more Tommy the world becomes, so to speak, the more unable it is to receive the Shina. So figuratively the Shina is further away. And therefore each consecutive Dara Vershain made the world worse. So then it, it, it drifted further and further away from the Shina. The Shina became a, a much more so to speak distant uh, concept as the world sank further and further into Tumma. And by the other way around, it's true as well. And each tzaddik, what he did to make the world a place which was more right for the Shekhinah to rest, so that, that Kiru brings the world back closer to that again. And uh, therefore, there we have seven tzaddikim who all worked to make this world a Makam Kedusha, and eventually there was the possibility of the Shekhinah coming back to this world. Uh, there's still questions we can ask in this Midrash.
For example, we know that the office beheld the Shekhinah. We know that the Shekhinah rested on their tents. So what does it mean that they brought it down one level? And it was only Moshe that was brought down the seventh level. We find with one Ovis that uh, there was a Karabanat, that the, the Shekhinah was Alei Olei. The Shekhinah rested on their tents in this world. So there's questions we have to ask the Midrash if we can answer. But right now, the Yisoyed is that the level of a Tzadik brings the Shekhinah closer. And now we're going to see that it's the same thing here by Shmuel. And that is, it's not just that Shmuel was there to be a Novi, which means he had managed to establish a connection because of his individual level, that he was able to relate to or hear the Hashem's Baruch speak. Rather, the level of Shmuel was such that he could bring the Shekhinah back down to the earth. And therefore, once Shmuel came and became a Novi, the Shekhinah came back to Shira. Shira was the Mishkan, and we saw that the Chet of Ne'eli had chased the Shekhinah away. And therefore, there wasn't the division of the Shekhinah in Shira, because there wasn't a place which was right for the Shekhinah anymore. Whereas Shmuel, even though he wasn't a Kohen, he was a Levi, but nevertheless, his avoidance of Shem was such that he managed to bring the Shekhinah back down again. And therefore, because the Novi Shmuel, the Hashem's Shekhinah once again appeared in Shira. Why? Because since Hashem appeared to Shmuel in Shira, so that brought the Shekhinah back here. In other words, the level of Shmuel and Novi was such that he deserved the Shekhinah to communicate with him, but through that, it brought the Shekhinah back down, so that the marriage was visible to other people too. They could see the Shekhinah came back. And that's what we're always going to see throughout the period of the Bible. And that is, there always has to be the primary Novi, which means the Novi in whose schus, here in HaKadosh Baruch comes here to talk to people. Now, once that Nebuah is here, so it's possible for other people to latch into it as well, to connect it, to be aware of it. But it's not coming down to this world in their schus. And if it's here, they're also able to, 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 to connect it, to hear it. Like we said by Moshe Ben in the Zikadim, that Hashem came down to Moshe, and from the spirit of Moshe, so the Zikadim picked up something too. Because they got something from the spirit of Moshe. But the Shekhinah didn't come down in their merit. They weren't the beam on the level that they deserved to bring the Shekhinah down to this world. And that's the Yisraelish of Shmuel. Shmuel was the Navi who was able to bring the Shekhinah back down to this world. And therefore, first he was a Navi. And as a result of that, he also brought the Shekhinah back down to Shiloh. And now the Shekhinah came back. It became possible for more people to become the Vim too. They didn't have to, so to speak, have the Koyach and spirituality to bring the Shekhinah here. Once the Shekhinah is already here, they just have to connect to it. And that's another reason why Shmuel is compared to Moshe Ba'ar. Moshe Ba'ar Makayim was Shmuel Makayim Shmuel. And that is just like we said, the mind of Moshe. He was the seventh draw, the seventh star, the seventh generation that was that brought the Shekhinah down to this world. So the Atzim, to a certain extent, in the time before Shmuel, the Shekhinah had left again. It, it wasn't the place, it wasn't the time when the Shekhinah was manifest. And Shmuel does the same thing. In the schools of Shmuel, the Shekhinah came back down again. And if we, it wasn't just this personal level as a Novi, but rather the fact that he had been able to, so to speak, make the Makam where he was, the Mishkan and Shiloh, even though there was so much bad going on there, but nevertheless he was able to make him to a place which where, the, where there would be Hashem Shekhinah, where the Shekhinah would come back down to, and therefore other people would be able to get Nebuah too. Now the Shekhinah said it would be something which would be more accessible to the whole of Israel. Yes, you can.